Fletch, you're appreciated, even though you made me spend money today. Why did he make you spend money? He was talking about... Well, he linked me a thing to someone on Twitter talking about a manga where it's a Yuri manga where, like, this evil lady falls in love with the tokusatsu hero she's been fighting. And that's extremely Oh, I've read shit. that. I've read that. That's fantastic. And um, so it's getting a release over here, so I pre-ordered that. And then he was talking to me about right stuff, sales and stuff. And so I bought the first three volumes of New Game and the first three volumes of how many dumb or how heavy are the dumbbells that you lift. Yeah, New I Game is extremely good. Dumbbells looked a little fan servicey for me, but Dumb- it's surprisingly great. not though. Okay, so dumbbells is fan servicey if you're into muscle. Yeah, like I don't know, like I feel like dumbbell is like this weird like pseudo sequel to to Galco. Like it's it is it gives a lot of really good information about like weightlifting and actually working out and you know trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And yes, there is some fan service, but it's mostly just the fan service you'd get if you're watching people in a gym. Yeah, it, like all the fan service is like they're just wearing like workout outfit or like the teacher's like a cosplayer, but like I think that's pretty much it. I mean, the the big uh fan service I can think of is when Macho fucking busts out of his clothes. Yeah, that... but he, he's a muscly dude. He looks very normal and then bam. That that Fujoshi fan service. Yeah. <laughs> also, look, I hate to admit it, but I have a weakness for cute Garus. Yeah, no, they're they're good. They're very good. Hmm. They are. Yeah, but yeah, I can pick up the first three volumes of the new game because I kind of want to see where that goes since the show only had two seasons. Man, yeah, that episode that episode of season two where she has like the art contest with her mentor is still like one of my favorite episodes of anything ever. It's I wouldn't like, know. I haven't seen season two yet. Oh god. It's like incredibly sad and like it's so good. I think you told me about it. So I know what happens, but I assume the manga goes past that, so I'm curious like what happens afterwards. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a Common Rider retrospective through the lens of decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris. And we watched episodes 19 and 20 of Kamen Rider Ryuki, entitled Rider Gathering and the Treacherous, Traitorous, no, Treacherous, Ren. Traitorous? Treacherous? Traitorous? I don't traitorous. remember the title of the episode. It's probably so. Traitorous, but Treacherous sounded better in my head. It, it does sound legitimately better, so. Like, Traitorous doesn't seem like a word. It is, uh, it's just a weird it, one. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um, he's—I mean, he, he is more of a traitor than he has treach, you know. I guess I don't know. Ren's just like a <laughs> shitty Gates. A little I, bit, yeah. <laughs> he has been waffling for an awfully long time, and like this whole his entire thing, this episode of no, I'm going to, 
I'm going to go to the murderer for advice on how do I be a sociopath and not care about other people? Yeah, that happens. Man, there's some other stuff to you that I don't want to spoil for you guys, but I'm going to remember to bring it up when we get to it. Um, it's coming up soon though, so I won't oh, have to boy. I won't have to wait too long. I think Snake Guy has a cool costume, by the way. He does. He's got a cool costume. He's got a cool monster. Yep. Just... His um his oh god, I forgot what they're called. No, I used to know what they're called. The weapon things have a name. Um but uh, his weapon thing's cool. They're they're vents. Aren't they called vents? No, they're called something else. It's something similar to that, though, but not quite. Oh, that that's bugging me now. No, they're called visors. Visors, okay. That's what they're called. Yeah, they're called visors. That's a strange name. Yeah, that because doesn't because make all of them sense. all of them end in visors. So like Ryuki's is the drag visor, um, and that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. Like Knights is the dark visor. Oh, I thought it was going to be the Bat Visor. No, it's the Dark Visor, because he's edgy. <laughs> I mean, um, I, I guess so. The lawyer guys might just be, like, the Gun Visor. So we might want to bring up, I don't know, that it's been a while since we've recorded. Uh, yeah, for reasons. Life. Oh, sorry, it's the Magnum Visor, which is just about the closest thing to Gun Visor. <laughs> you much, know the yeah. you know the other day when i was going back and catching up on episodes um that you know just to make sure that i'd listen to all of them before we recorded a new one i think we record me and evan recorded the gotcha man episode two episode on the first day of january and a few days ago, we were going to record this episode on the last day of January. And on the first day of January, I was like, you know, maybe things will calm down soon. Things will probably be fine. Uh, I'm, nope. I'm feeling good about this. Uh, you know, things have been rough lately, but, but we're in January now. New Year. It's going to be fine. Guys, it hasn't been fine. I just want, I want everyone to, listening to this to know that it hasn't been fine. And I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's been a thing. You know, life happens. It's It's been a 2021. Listening to myself from a month ago be, like, optimistic was super weird. That was a strange... Man, Optimism a was a not choice. <laughs> I mean, it was the beginning of January. I was like... Gotcha Man does that to people. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I was also watching Gotcha Man, which made me feel good about things. Gotcha Man is, like, too too um positive of a show uh also you weren't there when me and evan were talking about it on episode three but don't you think that oh what's it rory is that the guy's name uh yes doesn't he look like cheryl gnome from macross uh frontier in that one outfit oh yeah i guess he they i guess they do kind of look like cheryl gnome yeah I just wanted to bring that up to someone who would understand that reference. <laughs> yeah, and their, like, girl going out outfit, they do kind of look like Cheryl. Because, I mean, the long pink hair, yeah. Yeah, the little long pink hair, but even, like, kind of, like, the pseudo, like, 
I don't want to say gothy outfit, but I'm going to say gothy outfit kind of reminds me of some outfits that she had in that show. Mm, yeah. Yeah, not... I, I'm, I'm seeing it. I see it. Even though I was I, I was down a weird YouTube poll yesterday, and I ran across some Macross Delta videos, and I'm still just like, man, Delta sure is just a better frontier. So, this episode, episode 19, starts with a recap from last time. Where Shinji gets back into the real world after defeating a monster in the mirror world and ends up in the middle of a hostage situation. Oh, yeah, no. he had run into the middle of a hostage situation before jumping into the mirror world last time. In case uh, you might have no, forgotten. No, the, the hostage situation happened after he was in the mirror world. Yeah, he, he ran in and jumped in the mirror world. And then Asakura came in and did the hostage situation. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was enter mirror world, hostage situation, exit mirror world. I guess I was a little unclear on the order of events there then. Um, uh, Takeshi is blaming the lawyer for everything because that's what you do. Yeah, he just... It It does seem weird that he's never met anyone else in his life that he blames for everything. Well, I mean, it's indicative of the fact that he's kind of a horrible piece of shit sociopath that doesn't care about anything but himself i mean i think it's indicative that just the lawyer was his lawyer yeah it didn't get him free um shinji amuses to himself about why people are bad and then mentions and then messages reiko who then informs the situation to the rest of the ore journal who are like oh shit we got to get out there um, June continues to be the worst. I didn't even write exactly what he was doing. I just wrote he was continuing to be a shit. So <laughs> seems valid for his character. I, I I think he's just going around being like, "Ooh, a hostage situation where someone might die." That sounds fun and exciting. Yeah, this fucking shit kid. <laughs> yeah, luckily we don't have to deal with him much longer. No, he gets killed. It's good. Yeah, he's gonna get blown up soon. Yeah. Um, Shinji decides that his new mission is to make this girl feel better better about being in a hostage situation. Shinji is fantastic. Look, look, he's not bright, but he's a good boy. (laughs) Yeah, he's like... You're doing stupid shit, Shinji, but I can't be entirely mad at you because it's, like, for a really good cause and it's... You're trying to do good things. But God he's damn like, it. He's like lawful goofy. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, you could cite lawful stupid, but that's a bit too insulting for him. Yeah, like No, because like his like his instincts and stuff are there, so it's not that he's stupid. It's just has he has a different set of priorities than liter- pretty much everyone else, and most of the time when people see his prior- priorities, they're like, what the this is so weird. Why are you doing this? Yeah. I, I mean, compared to a lot of the other protagonist characters we had, he is just straight up portrayed as less intelligent. Yeah, I, he is. A little bit. Or that, or like, it's persisted longer throughout the show. Because I feel like everybody's pretty much a goober when in like their first episode <laughs> of their show. A little bit. Yeah. That's very true. It's just... He has he has stayed a goober for longer. 
Except for Sukasa. Sukasa is always the he's the cool one immediately. Yeah, that's true, and he continues to be cool. And and oh my god, he's gonna be in another movie, and he's getting a new form. Oh, and it's gonna be it great. It looks so dumb. I love it. They're just like, let's just put the card. Let's give him a cape and put the cards on the cape. It's, it is the stupidest shit. I love it. I feel like it was the only way that he could possibly compete with how goofy like Grand Zio and Gates Majesty are. <laughs> That's true. Ah, yeah. oh, it's so good. Anyway, um, UA comes back to the cafe. But no one's there, and Auntie kind of just runs up and explains the whole hostage situation thing. Good on you, Auntie. Thanks. Yep. And then she just leaves. Yeah, Auntie, oh. I... She decides that I guess she's gonna go beat up the guy. She's gonna go look for the dude and I guess beat him up with this vase. It's very sure, silly. I, why not? Um, we haven't really mentioned it, but this episode like moves really quick. Like it's extremely snappy and like quickly edited. There's a lot of action yeah, compared they, to uh, previous episodes. They definitely make an effort. To have, you know, because there's a hostage situation going on. It, right. That is a tense situation. They have made a significant effort to try and translate that tenseness and worry to the viewer of the show. It's very good. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked these uh, both this and the next episode. I think. Yeah, I think good. both these are good too. Um, like, I, I still don't think we've necessarily moved along like the giant macro plot, but like. We're, we're yeah. moving forward a lot of the small stuff that it seems like it's going to intersect at some point. I, I guess I do still kind of feel like the the main plot has moved a little bit slow, which is just, I guess, kind of a problem in writer shows because they're uh, 50 episodes long. But uh, Well, yeah, there's that, and I think, like, I think they're just, like, playing, like, the main thing as a mystery. They definitely and they're, are they're just continuing to go with it like we we get we get a little bit it's not to say like we're ne- it's not to say that we're stalled out because like shiro does show up and like be vague about things but him showing up and being vague about things is more than we got previously he basically he is showing up he is basically he's basically showing up just to be like hey hey yui hey yui stop no stop yeah, paying so, attention I, I i mean i guess we'll we'll get to it here since we're talking about it but it seems like and what other characters are inferring to as well um there's a hint there's a scene with shiro and the lawyer where it seems like um shiro set up takeshi to push things along more because it wasn't moving fast enough for his life yeah the game didn't have enough murders going on so he like injected a chaotic component yeah um anyway Back in the episode, um, Ren is moping on a bridge, and he's confronted by Miyuki, who's like, hey, give up on your fiancé, um, you need to let her go, you need to your not Your notes feel bad. do say he is mopping the bridge. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, that's the same difference. <laughs> mopping um, does usually involve a lot of moping when I do it, so. Yeah. I mean, look, I never said I could spell. Um. Yeah, so he drops that. And he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I spied on you. I knew you were seeing your fiance or whatever. You should, uh, you should stop feeling bad about that." 
he, I don't think he's like he doesn't say you should stop f- being bad about it. He does a very blunt. You should give up on her, which is probably not the best thing to say to Ren. Yeah, I like, mean, I I get why, and I get that he's trying to help, but just sitting there and going, "No, nah, give up on your girl," isn't the best. Doesn't he also tell him to stop feeling guilty about it too? Yeah. So, like, that's a good advice. Yeah, it, it's it's just not framed the best. <laughs> not in the least, no. Yeah, for someone who can see through time or whatever, he's not the best communicator. Yeah. It's like he he seems to have good intentions, but he's kind of just arrogant about it, so it never comes off well. Um, but back at the hostage situation, Shinji is using a doll to keep the girl in good spirits, which, good, good boy, for him, Shinji. Shinji. Um, uh, Takeshi calls the police to make his demands, the first being Kitaoka. Um, he, he's going to trade the hostages for Kitaoka. Um, June is still being an asshole, and he's trying to get all the writers to meet up so they can fight. It's just, I am so glad. Like, man, he's a horrible shit, and I'm glad Look, he's gone. Look, in like 15 minutes, he'll be dead. <laughs> um, the chief shows up now because, you know, Shinji's... The chief comes up to the police, and they start talking, and he breaks a deal with the police to be like, Hey, I got my guy in the inside. I can help you out and shit. And Which... the police is like, hmm... Okay, they, sure, for some reason, we'll let it happen. And then they got, they get, like, um, the, they get, like, the exclusive scoop on the hostage situation, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see it. Um, so yeah, they I do mean, that. they already had a guy on the inside either way, regardless of <laughs> what the cops say. So. That also true. Um, Gui is, is, mop- does I smell moping right here? I only read it the once. Oh, okay. I maybe spelled it right this time. Um, and she's kidnapped by June. We're not supposed to see that's who it is, but that's who it is. Um, and we also don't see her being kidnapped. It's kind of just like someone walks in and she's like, Oh, oh who, no. Who, who this? It's the shit kid. Yeah. Um, Kidoka is called by the police. And Kidoka's like, yeah, this seems like a good PR thing. I'll go ahead and do this. And Goro's like, really? You're going to do this? Like, like really? And, and uh, Kidoka's just like, ah, I'll be fine. Just have some nice dinner when I get back. It's good for PR. Don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, bud. Um, so then Shinji, back at the hostage situation, being, being our good dumb boy, um, goes to take a picture of the situation to, like, give it to the police to show, like, how everything's set up. But then he, like, squeezes the toy he has, and it makes a sound, and he's then caught. Oh, it was the uh, sound? I, I thought his camera... Doesn't his camera, like, say say cheese or something? No, he squeezed the bear. Okay, yeah, I was sitting there going, is this before or after the thing in Japan where it's like, all phones have to make a noise when they take a picture so that we can stop the fucking upskirting crisis? Oh, I forgot that that happened. 
No, I, I believe when he did it, he accidentally squeezed the bear, and the bear makes a noise. Okay. Yeah, Either thought... way, he is caught. But, um, but, but he is able to send the picture, thankfully. He does send the picture. Um, June goes to Ren and Miyuki to explain what's going on, and he's like the worst and whatever. And, and by the way, he took UA, and he sucks. I'm sitting here going, okay, guys, there is this child in front of you who's just like, oh, yeah, I kidnapped a girl. Why, why are you letting him leave? Why are you letting him sit there and then just leave? Just fucking grab him and beat the information out of him. Well, because Miyuki tells Ren that he can't fight, because if he fights, he'll lose. And Ren's yeah. just like, well... What as is a, being alive if I can't fight? Yeah, as a common rider, you'll lose. Beat him up right now. That's illegal, though. Okay, Garrett, Garrett I'm watching this again. That bear, during the sequence where uh, he takes the picture, the bear doesn't appear on screen. They, like, show characters reacting to the phone. They're definitely indicating the phone made that noise. H- hang on. I, mm, <laughs> it's at mm, nine minutes into the episode here, buddy. I'm going to look at this. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I was diligent in my note taking. Oh, uh, okay. I guess it is the phone. I was wrong. It makes me think that it's just the thing of, oh yeah, we need to have the phone make it yeah, noise people... <laughs> so that creeps can't be fucking creeps. That's yeah, funny. I totally forgot that happened, but that is a good point, Evan. Um... It, they portray it more like Shinji is just a goober and forgot to turn the sound off on his phone, but uh. <laughs> Which could also be true. So maybe that's uh, maybe this is before that whole thing happened. Maybe I'm not entirely sure. It's that is what came to mind when I saw it. Just the way they portray it makes it seem more like they're indicating that Shinji made a silly mistake here. So Miyuki and Ren go to the situation or go to the location that June set up where Gue is being held, probably. Um, Kidoka shows up to the hostage situation. Uh, Takeshi lets everybody go but the child. And then Shinji's like, well, I'm I'm not going to go if you're taking the child, so I'm going to stay here too. And he gets called a rare kind of stupid, which is true. I mean, mm, yeah. Uh, he's he's the type of her- he's he's a he's heroic stupid. Like, no, you're you you have broken what you said you were going to do, and you're going to keep this fuck. You're going to keep this innocent around. So I'm going to make the effort to try and protect the innocent. You know, like a hero would do. Like, like in my my mangas. <laughs> um, and then I wrote down hostage drama. Um, I think this is the point. Okay, yeah, the the hostages like run out. Kidoka goes in, and then. Um, Takashi pulls out. No, before that, I think just like the hostages run out and Kidoka goes in and it's like tense and all hostagey. Um, but then Takashi pulls out his ride deck, and Shinji then tackles him, and then the police start to gas the pace, G- gas the place. Words I know how words work. Um. And then yeah, whatever the, gas they're using appears to be totally ineffective. It doesn't actually well, do anything. Well, it, it appears characters. to be ineffective unless you're Shinji or a little girl. 
I I thought it was like a smoke, just a smoke grenade. I think that's the idea: is that it's just supposed to make visibility lower. Well, but it, it it knocks Shinji and the girl out, and they're taken out on a stretcher. So I'm not sure why they collapsed. I thought like they had collapsed just because they got tired. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. Hostage situation, so sleepy. Mm. I, I I don't like. I'm not saying you're wrong. It just didn't feel like that's what happened. Like I they passed out, but I'm not sure why. Well, I think it's because like. Kidoka and Takeshi like jump into a mirror real quick, whereas like Shinji and the girl are more exposed to it. I think. I guess. Um. So then there's a rider fight that's about to go down. Um. Shinji and the girl are wheeled out. Um. The IT lady thinks Shinji might be cool now. Because Shinji's has been doing hero stuff. Yep. Um. Ren. And there's a bunch of writer fight stuff going on. So, um, like Ren and Miyuki are dealing with June in w- one area. No, no, hang on, hang on. I, I, I got it. Um, so Ren and Miyuki show up to where June said Yue was. Ren sends Miyuki to go find Yue um, in the building, assuming June is telling the truth. And then there's more rider fighting. So in one area, you got Takeshi and Kitaoka fighting. And another area, you got Ren and June fighting. And I'm then... a little unclear on how this whole taking, taking her hostage thing worked. Because she's just like in a room just by herself. I, he just got her to like to just instigate a fight, right? But like, why couldn't she just leave? Because he he doesn't like stay there with her or anything. Oh, maybe the door is locked. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, that's my thought. Is that it was just the door is locked? Oh no! I guess it just sort of seems a situation where if one of our protagonist characters were put in there, they probably could have easily escaped. I, uh, I don't know. It does seem to be a, a bit of convenient damseling. <laughs> That's true. Um, we learned we learned that confined vent is a thing today, and that thing's just broken as fuck. Uh, yeah, it just cancels shit. I'm like, oh, nah, can't do anything. Yeah, they they have blue magic cards now. They can just counter spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You counters like a weapon, and they counters just like. Um, Miyuki's like Stingray so like not only can he counter shit but he has multiple of them um, Lawyer lawyer gets to use have, uh, no he gets to use Big Gun he uses Heavy Arms later he uses just Big Gun first um, yeah uh, we basically there's like a whole sequence here where all of the writers come to have like a big battle royale fight here I mean kind of like, it starts separate from the two groups, and then it meets up at the end for a tiny bit. Yeah. It occurred to me that, like, wait, I guess only one of the writers in the show have died so far. Just the just Scissors was the only one who died. We got a new one now, but... <laughs> yeah, well, now too, but up until this point. Yep. Um, so, UA sees Shiro, 
and Shiro says this fight is not of her concern. These people, these people are fighting of their own will, and no one has the right to stop them. And yeah. then he just kind of leaves. Yeah, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no one has the right to stop them. <laughs> shut up. Everyone has it's the right just, to stop them. It also just doesn't make sense coming from him, because it's like he offered an incentive and the means to fight. So, like, what are you talking about, bro? It's, he's, I'm, I'm sure very much it's like he... He has some big thing, and he is deluding himself and thinking that, oh no, this is the way it has to be, and I'm not actually doing anything. It's it's the thing of like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just stood around and told them, hey, you know, man, it's really weird that the jewelry store on such and such street has no security at this time to this time. Man, that sure is weird. It sure would be bad if someone went there and stole stuff. I'm just extremely wondering, like, does the fight do anything? Because, like, I feel like in most of the other versions of this story I've seen where there's, like, a battle royale where they give a bunch of people superpowers and are like, have a fight about it. The idea is, is that the person who organized it is getting something that none of the characters know about out of it. I think it's got something to do specifically with the Mirror Realm. Because there are a couple scenes... Mirror world shit. Yeah, it's mirror world shit. Like, we have, we've had the monster that I think was Ren's monster that caused his fiancé to go into, I guess, shock or whatever. Whatever the, the cause of her coma is. And then we've got a couple scenes from late, or, late in the second episode that we watched where Yui is remembering shit from when she was little or trying to remember shit and we've had mirror break she was like hearing the noise of the mirror monsters and there's a big window that shatters so i i'm definitely thinking something happened when they were young and her brother is now just trying to fix it except it's made him the villain yeah there's probably like something where like whoever like becomes the highlander he's going to try to use to do some evil thing or something probably maybe there's some super big monster that you can like grant grant a wish if you absorb it or whatever and they he needs someone to be strong enough to do that i feel like that would be a reasonable direction to take this maybe um so then there's fighting um more fighting um this is where the second convine happens um, and then Shinji comes in to, to break fate and saves Ren because, you know, that's what Shinji does. He's the, he's here to break fate and do dumb things. Um, after that, the fights finally convene at this point. And then, uh, Kidaoka uses his final vent, also known as heavy arms and kind of yep. just explodes everybody and leaves <laughs> and he's just like, uh, well, I did my thing. I'm out. Um, June is kind of used as like a shield by Takeshi for that final vent. So Takeshi's pretty okay. Everybody else is kind of beat up after that. And then Takeshi scissor kicks June and he, he's dead now. Yeah, like all of his moves are snake themed. So it's like his scissor kick thingy is like snake fangs biting down and stuff. Yeah. 
He's also got like a scimitar. I I, I really like his uh, sword actually because he holds it upside down and it's like a curved blade. So with the way his costume is designed, it actually looks like an open snake mouth with a fang pointing down when he holds his sword and they shoot him in profile. That's so that's kind of cool. It is pretty cool. I do like um. <laughs> there's a scene in this which I'm surprised I remembered, but um. Or maybe it's later. It might be next episode. Never mind. I think it's next episode. It's when um, Shinji and Takeshi fight. Um, so we'll get there next episode. Um, but after June is dead, um, Shinji, Shinji's dragon and Takeshi's snake kind of like square up like they're about to throw down. And um, and that's the end of episode 19. Yeah, I'm a little annoyed that snake guy is apparently as strong as everybody else even though his snake hasn't absorbed any monsters but i guess it's just oh yeah you know he's he's a criminal who is a fighter so he can do that he's ruthless so he's automatically stronger yeah he's good at murder so he's got murder on his side obviously come on Um, so then episode 20 happens, and, and yeah, that's an episode. We're, we're done here. <laughs> um, no, uh, so we get a recap from last time. Basically, you know, June dead, monsters squaring up against each other. Um, uh, yeah, like when he did the scissor kick thing, he destroyed the dude's card deck. Uh, we don't really see him die oh, or anything, but yeah, apparently yeah, he's, he's dead. he's just missing, and then his rhino is running around this entire fucking episode. Yeah, they, they keep... We keep seeing the rhino running around, and I thought we were going to see it eat the dude at some point, but that doesn't happen on screen, so... Yeah, like... Presumably the rhino's going to come back into play at some point. Well, it... Some of the scenes in... Um, the later bits of this episode, when the rhino is basically rampaging around and trying to find asakura and kill him it's getting flashes of uh, shit kid getting blown up and it's making me think like okay so did he not get eaten by his monster did did he become his monster it's very strange or is he just dead and his monster just remembers because it was contracted to him i guess or did he just get eaten off screen I'm not. I mean, I guess he's dead unless he shows back up again later. It's true. Um, there should so, have been a lot more reluctant to dispose of characters than uh, most things with the battle royale premise have been. So, I mean, it's at the point like we, there's only three more writers in in the show proper that we're gonna see. So there's that. I mean, it's a good time. Um, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of extra like movie and and special stuff, but in the show proper, we're, there's only three more writers. Okay. Um. Anyway. Um. So Shinji's dragon saves him from a poison attack that the snake shoots, and then the snake and the dragon start to like fight each other. Oh my god! I just realized something. I didn't, yes. I didn't pick this up when I was watching through it the first time. When they flash back to the crazy murderer guy, for the entire hostage situation, he's wearing a snakeskin jacket. Boo. <laughs> I got it right. Boo. All right, yeah. sure. 
He's he's snake themed in in reality too, I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, that poison is acid, by the way, and and it's good enough to go through metal. Yep. And Shinji and Takeshi start to fight. Um, the the remaining riders, uh, so Ren and Yuki, look back and see just like a disintegrated June with the broken deck behind, and watch um, Shinji fight. Shinji seems to have the upper hand on this one. Like, yeah. he's beating the guy pretty thoroughly. Yeah, so I was going to bring that up next. Like, Shinji is, like, super competent during this fight. Also, like, he does, like, a cool thing where, like, since I assume a scimitar is only bladed on the one edge, he's able to, like, use his hand to push against the sword on the other hand to get, like, better leverage. It's, it's very nice to see that Shinji is developing actual fighting skills fairly quickly. Yeah. He's he's filled with justice rage in this scene, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed pretty cool. Was into it. Um Shinji is like, How dare you, you know, not feel after killing someone? Takashi's like, Oh, you're that idiot kid. And then they kinda fight. Uh Shinji's like, I'm never gonna forgive you. Um Takashi then calls Shinji out as the next one he's gonna kill. But then, you know, like, the, the color timer goes off and they start to disintegrate. So that's just kind of left off there. Um, we get a shot of June's rhino. He's just kind of hang. He's just gonna hang out. Like, he's still alive by the end of this episode. Yeah, the rhino's just running around, being alive. Yeah. I'm, I mean, the crab never died either, I don't remember, right? No, it just um, left. Ren, Ren killed the crab, I thought. Oh, right, right. Rin, yeah, Rin specifically killed the crab after it ate the dude to uh, absorb its its uh, XP or whatever. Yeah. Um. So then after that, we kind of cut to the police somehow catch up to Takeshi and Shinji and Miyuki also happen to be in the same area. I guess, um, I mean, I, I kind of understand it, because it's, I'm sure they've been actively looking for him and putting out a sweep. It's just one of those things, it's like, we, we're, we're just cutting out the middle part to getting here, and instead just going there to begin with. Yeah. It, yeah. Which is part of these episodes, is being much faster than other episodes, <laughs> we don't need to see people looking for each other. Yeah, there, there's a lot of, like, downtime, or, like, the, like, the not as exciting stuff just being kind of cut out. Um, also, murderer dude can apparently just take, like, 20 guys in a fight at the same time. Yeah, he, he's good at murder. There's, like, a bunch of cops trying to tackle him, and he just is, like, punching I them mean, all. They don't even seem like they're trying to tackle him. They're trying to come up and hug him, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good at murder, though. They are trying to aggressively hug him, but, I mean, it's supposed to look like they're trying to restrain him. It's supposed to, it doesn't really. <laughs> Um, so he takes out a bunch of cops, and then Ren, who just, like, casually steals a cop car, uh, gets Takeshi, and he's like, hey, get in. Hey, how do I be a murderer? I was extremely wondering, like, wait, how is, isn't Ren gonna be, like, wanted for crimes for the rest of the show now? He's got money, it's fine. Does Ren have money? He paid for, remember, he paid for that broken glass easily? Oh, yeah, that's true, I guess. Remember, he's Batman? 
<laughs> he's not actually Batman. Just because he's a man with a bat doesn't mean he's Batman. He's kind of Batman. He's pretty Batman. Um, they kind of talk about how they're enemies, but first they gotta like get away from the cops. And then there's like a weird glass gas fire flare thing and that kind of cuts the chase off. But uh, Reiko is fucking on it. Yeah, she is proceeding to show that she is hyper-competent all the time. You, you know who's good at their job and is a strong, independent woman that doesn't need a man? Reiko. Reiko. <laughs> it's very, very good. Agreed. Strong, independent woman. Um, Shinji is angry at Ren, which, like, big mood. Ren is uh, being an idiot, yeah. Yep. Uh, Miyuki's like, Ren is trying to become like Takeshi so he can murder people so he can get his fiance back. Yeah. He doesn't say that last part, though. Um, Shinji just kind of, like, questions about, like, why they're fighting and stuff. And... Miyuki brings up that everybody else, like, has, like, their mindset or their wish they took when they took their deck from Shiro, and Shinji was the only one to not receive his deck directly from him. Like, I, I'm not sure if he's trying to say, hey, you're not as competent or you don't have that same drive as everyone else, but I'm like, I don't know, it, it makes... To me, it makes Shinji feel like a better writer because he's not doing it for a selfish reason. He's doing it to save people. Yeah, Shinji's not doing it for him, which I think is the difference. I'm a little unclear on what exactly Fortune Teller Guy's wish is, by the way, because he implies he has one, but... He I... has He has not been very forthright with his ideas of like what actually he wants, other than, yeah. oh, I want to stop it. Yeah, but like even even stopping it, it seems like his reasoning for that is of his own instead of it just like being the right thing to do. Yeah, like he has some personal thing against it. Um, and he goes on to say that like Shiro chose people with the mindset of fighting to survive, and that you know you can't blame the others. Don't forget that you're in this game. Um, and then like Miyuki tries to imply that Shinji like, wanted to kill Takeshi, which, like, I don't buy. I think that's, like, a bad yeah. take. Yeah. No, Shinji, I'm sure, wanted to beat the shit out of Takeshi. Um, and probably wants to get him put back in jail, but I definitely think that he is putting his own interpretation on Shinji's actions. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad take. And then, like, he thinks, like, the fates are getting more and more set talk about fates getting more and more set and there's literally a character in the show that he can't read the fates of which we haven't got to yet but we're getting there. no we haven't gotten to it yet um kidaoka is then indeed having his nice dinner made by goro and we get the chess metaphors now we know this show is serious because we got chess metaphors <laughs> Unfortunately, there wasn't like a half a page of like of a fan sub like translator notes here, <laughs> which I feel like is required anytime a chess scene is on screen in an anime at this point. I feel like Code Geese is like famously the chess metaphor show, yeah. but like Last Exile, like 
centered its whole plot and like episode names and everything around like uh chess strategy themes i think just code code geese was more popular well yes i'm just saying you know like... those those hot clamp designs <laughs> i rewatched the show recently and did enjoy it a lot rachel could not stand the designs she said they are t- intolerable i i don't know like i think code code geese is a really good show i don't think the designs are that bad <laughs> um i don't know i like it's just like a good bandai mecha show i can't i cannot stand it i i i am fucking on the po- thing of no i can't watch the designs these these weird twig people i cannot take them seriously i feel what? like some are worse than others like i feel like ah, man, i feel like colin is mostly fine uh, or like, or like, doesn't seem like super like lanky and like weird. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, but she's supposed to be like the most incredibly buff and awesome person in the setting. Yeah, and like, yeah so she looks like normal. Yeah, so she looks like a normal person. Colin was also designed to be a waifu, so they yeah. can't make her too weird and alien twiggy. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up, because there was um, freaking what's what's her name, Chris? What's what's Shelly? Yeah, Shelly, the the normal one. Yeah, she she was white. I mean, bait they in, call like, her Shelly or Sherry, whatever you want to. Yeah, I I, I have not watched Code Geass, so I don't know who that is. But you know about the OTP, right? No, you don't know about Nina X Table. <laughs> no, I mean Garrett. a good joke, Chris. Garrett. That was a good joke. Yeah, but like this is an ancientist meme. <laughs> Yeah, I don't fucking care. Boats are nice. I don't. <laughs> See that? I followed it up with another meme. I don't even know who me. I mean, I know the boat meme. Because that wasn't a fucking meme. That's just something that happened. <laughs> it's also a meme. Also, School Days is a good show. It is. School Days school- is a great show. School Days show. is a pretty good show. It is a wonderful show about, hey, maybe harems are a bad idea. Maybe you should just, like, talk to people about your feelings instead of, like making weird sex bargains look like really like 99 percent of any conflict can just be resolved by like maybe if these people just went to therapy yeah no most of most of the it is another situation of anime situation or an anime plot that it could be solved by just fucking talk just talk Man, you're gonna love it so much when we get to Fies. I, I did always kind of admire though the the girls in school days that are like, well, everyone's having sex with that guy. I wonder why. Well, let's have sex with him and find out. D- d- did you I mean, know that is right. like you know you're gonna know then? Are you ready for some deep Garrett lore? <laughs> What's that? Um, so this deep Garrett lore is Garrett had an anime blog at some point and and wrote about school days. And I'm pretty sure I, I still have a saved relationship chart I made in MS Paint of School Days. Oh, jeez. Linking everything up. Very nice. And it's wild. I mean, School Days is fucking wild. Um, there, there will be absolutely no links to this, and I don't even know if it exists anymore. You know in the game, the main character can, like, bang his the younger sister character, right? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's super weird, but yeah. You know, I mean, like, there's that's... also, like, the OVA with the zombies? I am I have seen both OVA episodes, yes. 
me and a friend used to have a, a tradition when we were in high school where we rewatch School Days every Valentine's Day. That's or, kind of that's kind of brilliant. Perfect time. It was to watch pretty it. fun, honestly. Anyway, okay, so anime tangent aside. Uh, on rewatching Code Geass, I'm much less sympathetic to Suzaku than when I was younger. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Tr- trying um, to change the system from the inside by being a model minority is just like, fuck, like, he's an idiot. Fuck that yeah. guy. Uh, did <laughs> you watch any of the movies, Chris? Uh, I have not. They're actually kind of hard to find. The one that we got in theaters the one time was really fun. Yeah, I like, saw the first two, or like the first two or three were like recaps, and then the resurrection was like yeah, resurrection dope. It like uh, goes off some of the plot changes to the the show that they a, made in the movies. A little bit, yeah. Resurrection's dope. Like they they like they throw in like the Death Note spice. <laughs> I don't know if the Death Note spice is a good spice, Garrett. No, it's kind of like the it's kind of like the elaborate like I planned that your plan that my plan. Oh, so the bullshit. I yeah. mean, they already did that in the in the original Code Geass when they have him like predict the one dude's emotional reactions and like record a video ahead of time to talk to him when he's not actually talking to him. All right, uh, I'm just gonna spoil this movie at this point because it's fucking hilarious. But um, in Resurrection, Lelouch has to figure out what a geese power does while being affected by it and having no idea how it works because it keeps resetting time so he keeps forgetting isn't that just uh bites the dust from jojo season four i don't know i didn't watch jojo seasons four anyway jolene is best jojo moving on she is you're correct jolene is really cool yeah um so we're Back at chess metaphor. <laughs> Back um, <laughs> you can't you can't do chess metaphors and not expect me to go on a tangent. I mean, I started it. I mean, it's fair. Um, Shiro comes up to to um, Kitaoka. Apparently, this is the second time because apparently you're informed when other writers are killed. It's like a scoreboard situation, which is really weird. Yeah, maybe there should have been a scene where we saw that. That seems like. A good drama opportunity, but okay. I mean, so at this point, Kidoka is the only one who knows, who didn't know that June was dead, and we didn't know Kidoka when Scissors died. Uh, true, yeah. And I, um, guess, I guess the only people that saw Scissors, the only people that would have needed to be, like, the only characters that would have needed to be informed of Scissors' death, I guess, were the ones that were already there. Yeah, because June wouldn't have been a writer yet. Yeah, Kidoka was the only other existent writer, unless there's ones we don't know about. Yeah. Um, Kidoka like tries to be like, "Oh, I'm just playing the long con," and Shiro's like, uh, "Aren't you dying? Maybe you should consider <laughs> that." Yeah, aren't you dying of unnamed tragic disease? You like, might... isn't that why you wish for eternal life? You should probably speed up before you know you run out of time. And I'm sitting here going, "I don't know." He's like. Unless, I, I could see him being like, uh, like, we don't actually know, we know he's on track to die, but we don't actually have a diagnosis of, like, what's the timeline? Yeah, is he gonna be, like, incapacitated at some point, or it, it, what? Because it could very well be a thing of, like, alright, you've got this disease, it's gonna kill you in ten years. <laughs> right. We don't know. 
That would be a bummer, but, you know, he's got right. time then. Um, so then we go back to Yue, who I believe is back at the cafe at this point, and is reflecting on her meeting with Shiro. Um, Shinji comes in, and I believe also Miyuki, but I don't 100% remember. Yue's like, where's Ren? Yeah, and no, Shin- Miyuki was with her. Yeah, and then both of them are kind of just silent to the to the Ren part. Um, Shinji keeps trying to call Ren, which I I don't know why that would work if he didn't pick up like the first forty times. But you know, because you keep trying just in case. Maybe maybe a text message. Try one of those. <laughs> um, and then you know, no one's dealing with that Rhino. No, he's just running around doing stuff. Uh, maybe in the real world, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, yeah, he kill he like kills a dude and blows up a car. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it's like, oh, I'm seeing you in the mirror world, and then I get pulled in. It definitely feels like no, this rhino is in the real world, just running around. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of unclear. I think it's in the mirror world, but it's affecting the real real world. I think it's like using Wait, like we, the we reflection. Already, we had like the... a whole thing about why that can't happen. Hmm. We had, like, a whole discussion in another episode about why that can't happen. I thought... But, like, he's using, like, the... He's using, like, the reflection in, like, the car windows and stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe he went into the real world and is doing things, but he can't break things in the mirror world and have them affect the real world. That doesn't right. work. Oh, right. I mean... I think he's, like, partially coming out, fucking things up, and then going back in in, like, a quick motion. Yeah. It's just weird to see. Because it doesn't seem to be following the rules, but I guess it has to be. Yep. So, Yue is looking at the paper she got from that one guy. Um, but we don't get far before Auntie comes up, and he's like, Yue, come get your fortune read for free. Um, you know, because there isn't an alternative motive going on. But, unfortunately for that ulterior motive, um, Yuki can't read anything about Yue. Yeah, which is cool, actually. It's like, no, I can't. She is unbound by fate. So all of my stuff about fate is bullshit. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that or it just like doubles down how UA is special because she could see like the mirror monsters and stuff. Yeah, that's true. And then we just get like a cute scene at the office. Where... If uh, like his fate reading thing has something to do with like tapping into the mirror world, that would be interesting. I could see that's that. true. We don't know. Um, at Ori Journal... The Shinji's like trying to be diligent and working. Um, the chief deletes his article because he's just uh, rehashing old news. Um, there's there's no leads, no affiliates. It's like fair, chief. I understand that Shinji's been working hard, but yeah, you can't really just. I mean, you can post just a rehash of the previous day's events, but eventually right. it won't work. He's and like Shinji was like, so he brings up like the town and stuff, which comes into play. Very nextly, where um, Reiko calls and like explains how she's like following the cop car and stuff, and then Shinji's like, "Oh, he's headed towards here. I'm on my way." And IT lady's like, "Wow, Shinji's cool now." It's actually, <laughs> actually, you know, being a person and not being a person, but being an active member of society instead mm-hmm. of just kind of this guy that our boss feels bad for and is bumming off of us. Yeah, you mean like kind of doing a job? Yeah, like he's actually yeah, he's actually doing his job. 
Yeah. And he's going out of his way to like, you know, do more than he needs to. Um also, um, if you forgot that Rhino is still around doing stuff. Yep. Um there is a police chase going on and Ren, who is not in the car, is tailing Takeshi. No, Ren's driving the cop car still, right? And no, I think he's in his motorcycle because he comes up onto the side oh, of Takeshi. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, then Takeshi like drives off of the road, but in reality, he actually went to the mirror, the rearview mirror of the motorcycle, so it can look like he killed himself by driving out. Yeah, the, 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 right. like I have a problem with that because yeah, okay, they're gonna think he killed himself, then they're going to investigate the car, and there's gonna be no body, so he'll still be at large. Yeah, bodies don't matter. And we'll just be like, well, he mysteriously disappeared. Case closed. Yeah. And no, I think um, it was just Ren set it up. Uh, the, or the guy in Ren set it up beforehand of like, hey, I'm going to try and make it look like I kill myself. you got to drive up and let me use your mirror. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like a Ren immediately became much less of a sympathetic character once he started helping this guy. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I. He is. Did I miss the part where like where him and Takeshi talked? Because I can't find it. Or did they not just not really, really talk? No, they they are apparently like telepathic or something. They they had the beginnings of their conversation and then it cut away from them. And I am I am assuming they had more of a conversation off screen. Yeah, because they're yeah. I guess all they really all we really did see was like they were talking about how they should be fighting, but they're like first we gotta get away from the cops. Yeah, and like I'm I'm. Very, very certain that they had other, like they had an, uh, they had a, they had a full conversation that we have just not seen. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just misremembering. But anyway, um, Takeshi drives off the car and explodes. Shinji sees that, and then Ren is there too. So I mean, well, then we find out Takeshi isn't dead. He escaped through the mirror and the bike, yeah, which like is clever in the very least. It's clever enough. It's just like, come on, you're not gonna get uh, away. They're not. They're, if there's no body, they're not gonna fucking just sit there and go. Well, I guess he disappeared. Yeah, it was, he was Shinji's, incinerated on impact. Yeah, Shinji's just kind of like, what the fuck, Ren? Well, he evaporated. Guess we're done here. Um, Ren, of course, doesn't answer because yeah, he's and then trying to be fucking an idiot. Yeah, and then Shinji gets attacked by a snake. Um, Shinji goes into the mirror world to fight, where, you know, Takeshi's there, and they fight. Um, Yue gets this film developed that she found in the notes that she was given, and she has a flashback to maybe, like, this is where, like, she was in her childhood or something. Yeah, it has a picture of a house that she vaguely remembers. Yeah, it shows, like, a background where, like, with a younger her, and I assume a younger Shiro... And, like, you know, broken window and stuff. Yeah, it Um, seems like something with the mirror world happened when they were there in kids. Yeah. Um, Shinji is getting beat up a bunch, but then he fire punches. And he's like, go back to jail, Takeshi. But then uh, Ren's monster comes in and messes everything up. Yeah. And then Ren's there, and he's going to start fighting Shinji. And Ri says, 
the he basically just reiterates what Miyuki told um, Shinji about how Ren wants to be like Takeshi. Um, and the episode kind of ends with Ren being the worst. Yeah. Oh man, Ryuki's just kind of like a good show, guys. It is. I, I've enjoyed it. I don't know. I, I guess, uh, like, I don't really need to buy Ren being a good guy, because he kind of sucks, but... <gasps> I, I don't know if he's going to have some sort of turnaround or something where he stops sucking, but it's been a while now. It has been a while. I don't know what he's going to do. It's just... I can understand I why he wants to do what he wants, but come on, dude, you're being an idiot. <laughs> Oh, did we mention the when um when fake guy tries to read uh the Shinji's sister Shiro's Yui? sister Yue when he tries to read Yui's fate and can't he's like I can't see anything and her aunt is sitting right there and she's like oh you you can't actually come up with anything it's okay it's okay because she doesn't know that he like really has magic powers. <laughs> <laughs> she's it's assuming true. this is like a regi- regular fortune reading and he just can't think of anything which That's fair a, you know wh- why would scene. you think this guy can do it for real it's true uh, man you keep calling him Takeshi and I'm sitting here going no it's not Takeshi's cat where's his castle <laughs> I hmm uh, mm. I, I see where this where this went. <laughs> I think we made that joke last time we recorded. I think episode. we probably did too. I mean, we'll probably make it next time too. To be honest, yeah, most likely. We're That's not true. above reusing jokes here. Nope. Um. <sighs> but yeah, that was these episodes. Ryuki's just kind of good, y'all. Yeah, it's it is a nice show overall. I yeah, I had a good time. So, until next time, you can find us on the internet at journeythroughthedeckcast.com, where there are links to all of the podcatchers. And you can email us. We have an email. It's at journeythroughthedeckcast at gmail.com. Or you can do um, the Ball network at gmail.com. Um, and, yeah, do that. S- send us an email. Send us some words. We I mean, know you can read and review us on iTunes. That's that's a thing. That also too. is a good, nice thing to do. Um, yeah, thing things like that, you know, SEO stuff. Yeah. Uh, next time we'll be back with something, either this or Gotcha Man, or a third thing. Who knows, really? Something Tokusatsu related, tangentially. Like UA. Our fates are unreadable. (laughs) And until next time, we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that. Goodbye. Stay strong, everybody.